Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spelunkers, a game exploration podcast. We are currently doing The Surge 2, Episode 2. And it is, yes, the soda is coming back in, and we're all going to drink it right here. Um, I'm joined again by Chris. Hello. Tyler. Hello. And Ryan. Howdy. And we're going to talk about why The Surge 2 is better than Bloodborne. No, we're not. That's not what we're here uh, to talk uh, about. We're folks. not going to talk about that because it's not true. <laughs> exactly. We are divided then. It's two versus two. Yeah. Half of us have lost all credibility. <laughs> that, yeah, you guys should really work on getting it back. Th- that oh, uh, that's not wearing blue. Yes. Oh, yeah. Blue but team. I'm wearing blue. What the fuck are you talking about? It's dark blue. That's man. navy. That doesn't count. Uh, whatever. <laughs> navy. Navy's not blue. My pants no. are blue. You have pants on? Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I don't believe that. Lounge pants. They're not like pants pants. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, they're tie-dyed, you damn hippie. <laughs> of course I'm a hippie, Tom. Oh, a tree. I did. When I was a kid and I got poison ivy, I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh. I love you. You're my best friend. Ow, you make me itch. I hate you. Uh, there's no poison ivy in this game, unfortunately. No, but there is nanite poisoning. Yeah, there's nanite poisoning. Sucks. Yeah. They have those grenades when you get to the AIDS facility. I still don't understand <laughs> that mechanic with the nanite poisoning. It's like once you get it filled up, it just automatically takes a huge ass chunk and mm-hmm. that's it. It's yeah. like frenzy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess he I wouldn't do understand. understand it. He yeah. wouldn't understand the frenzy part. I don't think it's um, a Borderlands mechanic. <laughs> oh. I'm Did... sorry, Bloodborne. Yeah. Okay. Borderlands. No. Like, Borderlands. Let's talk about a really good game, guys. <laughs> Borderlands. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Borderlands now. Um, no. So. So the second half, did it change any of your opinions of the game thus far, for better or worse? Uh. I, some things got better and some things got worse. I'd say it evened out. <laughs> Do you still hate the combat and the grind for the items? No, because I found a forever set, so I didn't have to worry about grinding for items. So it w- I was just left with the joy of like engaging with the combat system. But then they decided to, you know, just have me fight the same bosses again and again and again. Yeah, this <laughs> go to the first boss. It's pretty much like just a boss free for all yeah like yeah there's a yeah. lot of travel a little bit a little bit there's a boss a little bit there's a boss a little bit there's a boss a little bit there's another boss mm-hmm. and i'm fine with the boss rush but the fact that it was like delver 2.0 uh spoilers i guess we're getting nah. into it um eli 2.0 and then delver 3.0 it's like i don't want to fight the same well, things actually, i fought in the first you can half fight of the, game. the delver like four different times yeah all the delver fights are optional though you don't have to do any of them i think there's is there four or is there three because i it's not counting the one that we already did four. i thought there's three others because yep. i got the achievement it said you killed all three versions mm-hmm. was it alpha beta gamma yes yeah. probably yeah. no it's echo oh i didn't do that one then echo gamma i missed that one echo's like the first one that's the one the little kitty cat one yeah delver echo fight and gamma i think is the other one yeah i did the gamma one, the first that's one where you free the people from yeah that's the bitch, the bitch that left him. That yeah. dirty bitch. All right. Uh, change anything for you, Tyler? 
Uh, no, I just solidified what I felt in the first section. You know, it was great combat. I, I thought the story was interesting, um, especially towards the end. I wasn't expecting to have to fight Eli multiple times. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, so that was kind but of it makes a, sense. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a, a a nice twist. I always like it when they introduce the villain at the beginning and you kind of don't know that it's like the main villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just think he's a scumbag brother. Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's a piece of shit. He's dead. And he came back. I was like, okay, well, now he's dead. Uh, I guess he's not, he's not, but he's going to be. And um, so I, I, I like that. I like where the story went. Um, I can't wait till we get to the end of it because uh, I really want to know what choice you guys made at the end. Because um, I I didn't check to see how that played out if you chose differently. I think Ain't armor color is the only way. Oh, really? Nice. Well, the biggest lasting piece anyway. Yeah. Mm. But because uh, I didn't notice, I watched both endings and I did not notice a difference in the dialogue, the, really. Are okay. the set bonuses different? Probably, but I didn't. You can, if you do a new game plus, you can actually buy the other, the other set. One. Yeah. 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 But I, I did because I wanted to it. see that new, re- the, 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 the new game plus different opening scene. Yeah. Which is a lot more context on what happens than yeah. the original intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Chris. Anything change for you? Not really. I still think it's a fine game. One of the better like Souls likes out there. There have been a lot of really bad attempts at Souls likes, and I think this is a pretty good one. But it still doesn't hold a candle to from software stuff. Also, Ezra just completely crashes this game so hard. Like if I wasn't doing this for the dive, I would have probably stopped at Ezra. He's the worst boss I, fight. I would say my biggest criticism of this game, especially in the second half, is uh their variety in bosses is terrible and they're all like humans and it super sucks because i just because of this game i went and played through the first one in the first one all the bosses are super interesting and you fight like all these crazy ass giant machines and stuff and you know it like really lives up to that um i i don't know the uh marketing material that they put out for it where it's like the dark souls of like the machinery you know like you're fighting its machinery and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i've thought that's where this was going to go more into in the second half but it's still you're just fighting humans the whole time and that was kind of a bummer yeah and the well, only time the first fight one a human, like it was the worst factory. fucking fight ever <laughs> you know yeah yeah he was still human he was just in the suit right uh did you guys watch all of the credits when you beat it uh you know i don't think so it gives you a rundown of like how many times you died to the boss areas all that what was the most uh death to a boss ezra ezra Ezra. how but how many three i think 31 16 31 times 13 was my most and it was to ezra (laughs) i thought i was i I thought i died a lot more than that and that scrolled past i'm like huh yeah, it was funny. Because <laughs> it just seemed longer. He was the only one that I had double digits in. With I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's the only one that I had. Double- All the other ones were like, yeah, there was a one shot or it was like five deaths. And I thought uh, little Johnny kicked my ass the first half. I I guess I just had like a fever dream while I was, I just got super angry while I was fighting him. And I was like, oh, he's kicking my ass. He kicked me my ass like 50 times. Like, yeah, I think not. mine was like nine. Yeah. Nine. It ended up being yeah. six for me because that was like one of the ones I saw the stat and I was like, well, he didn't really fuck me up at all. What am I talking about? <laughs> how many how many times did he die to Cervantes, Chris? Uh, I think 12. I don't know why. <laughs> I just remember you said that you had a hard time with him. Yeah, uh, I think the average on him was 0. 0.6. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> which I like that they show you the average as well. So you can be like, yeah, oh, I really sucked at that one. Oh, oh that's I how it was. That one. Um, there was, a, was like 31 deaths, and I think their average is like 12 or 15. It was like, I can't even imagine trying to fight him 31 times. I would have punched my screen. How did you finish the final boss? Uh, second time, like I think. Four three or four something like that yeah two or three yeah we're not all good as mr i'm a pro gamer over there oh, one shot in the final well, boss. I, that's like one of those things <laughs> it's like that's how i know this game is like too easy i should not be able to do that because i'm terrible at games i'm fucking you guys play games with me enough to know i'm not fucking good at games, <laughs> <laughs> good at games guys. i think uh, you like to say you're not good at games yeah. <laughs> it's a ruse um new game plus starts off you're pretty screwed because even all the armor that you come back with you have to level up again. So it's actually lower yeah. than base stuff. So I actually died like six times just trying to get to Warden Garcia. So even like if the next playthrough. Like, did you end the game with Mark 10 material? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what, did, what color is it? Yellow. I don't. I think I had one piece that was yellow. Everything else was uh, red or purple. Okay. So you were kind of underleveled then. I beat it. I know, but I mean, as far as <laughs> as far as like being max level and going into leveled, as far as being max level and going into new game plus, you know. Oh yeah, but it doesn't matter because the first thing you do in new game plus when you level something up is it turns gray, no matter what ah, it that's... was. So it completely wipes it, and you have to start over. But start it goes from being screen. like um, like one piece will go from being like sixty defense to like a hundred and fifty or two hundred. Jeez. Um... I don't know. Anyway, let's get to where we start this wonderful journey. Um, I actually went back now after do, starting this and did all of the side quests that I skipped, minus mm. the Port Nixon ones, because I'm a, like, I'm not going back to that place right now. <laughs> that. You guys always ruined it for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> but we're off to see Athena, the wonderful Athena of Nanites. Yeah, right? that's a song. It is now. It is. It is ring in your hearts forever. Um, also, I did not like how the second half of this game is very dark. Not dark in tone. Dark in fucking. I can't see a goddamn thing on my monitor. You turn your rig lights on. Did you turn on your flashlights? <sighs> Those flashlights <laughs> suck balls. I don't know. I'll be honest. Fine. You need a wider spread or something. I went I don't through know. like three quarters of the game. Didn't know that those fucking existed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my happenstance. I was like, I can't see fucking shit in here. And I was like, is there gotta be a light button? And I just, by happenstance, I fucking clicked hey. it. I was like, I can, I was so angry. I put my controller down and I walked away. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't play the first quarter of this part with a fucking piece that makes you negative a thousand armor so everything yeah, that kills true. you in a fucking hit i don't even know why i had this on Did I, like, pick it up on and accidentally Not just hit it with implants man i mean i made it almost to ezra before i finally was like what the fuck is going on the spider things will just kill me in one hit and i'm like this yeah those things would be right though. this is ridiculous yeah but with the negative a thousand armor i take it off and i was like god walking around oh uh, I do want to say, you asked earlier what changed between the first and second. Um, directional blocking. I did not do it at all the first half of the game. Second half of the game, that's all I fucking did, and it made this game a cakewalk. Like, yeah. So easy. What's directional blocking is fantastic. Yeah. The one thing game? that's kind of weird about it is it makes 
a lot of the like it basically makes it where you should just be wearing the tankiest armor possible all the yep. other armors like the lighter sets it's like what's the point if you're getting the directional blocks yep well i mean you can you don't have to do the directional block you can still go um dodge because there's uh implants that reduce yeah, like, the cost of dodging yep. and yeah. i really could have used that one too there's but i was one all heavy on something that, else um, lengthens the length of your dodge so like you jump even farther away how long is your dodge yeah huge massive <laughs> dodge ram. huge dodge you gotta put yeah. some jalapenos on my hot dog yep that's a monster hunter joke <laughs> oh deep cut deep cut from three hours ago <laughs> <laughs> oh yes so i pretty much stayed with the rhino armor all the way up until i made it to the dlc so that was pretty pretty far uh, did you guys switch armor a lot yeah uh no i found the chrysalis armor when did we get that it's like halfway through this part. I never got. Yeah, it. yeah, it's Terribly definitely far. it's from the big bug guys. The big bug guys give. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah I never I, I didn't. Do the... I I got the AID. Hold on, I got it. Let me pull yeah, it your up. guy looked like a he had a load in his pants. Uh, I got the AID <laughs> eclipse. Armor. So I took all their armor and um just. Oh, like you get that really early. Yeah, it's yeah, about right away. I think it's about second, uh, the second AID group that you run into after you. Um, come back from Gutenberg or whatever his name is. Steve Gutenberg, the actor from yeah. Police Academy. Well, I mean, I already had some pieces of that like before even our last section. Yeah, yeah I did. you can get that from the guys. Prior. Yeah, I, I had the uh, night raid that I gave to Warren in for his side quest, but I didn't have any of the other stuff. And then it was after I came back from Cloud Nine going to the AID center that I started killing all those AID guards and taking mm. their armor. And I, I really liked it. It it had a shit ton of defense, especially once you get up to Mark 10. So it was, it was nice. Okay. Chris, you remember the armor? That you uh, yeah. I ended up using Ezra's armor, uh, more that fucker skin, which made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you can, you can just like cut one piece from him, but even if you, regardless if you do or don't, you can buy the rest of it from the, uh, shop lady who was being threatened <laughs> by the uh lone shark before she just is that the angel know. gear no i did oh. get that as well in case i needed a heavier set but i never ended up switching to it did anybody else pick up the angel gear because that looks <sighs> sorry <laughs> fucking yeah, it's like an astronaut yeah super sci-fi <laughs> like it's just huge just giant white pieces of what is this? weirdness the um angel gear what is that where do you get where do you get that from uh, you can buy some pieces from Lowball, who replaces the bartender in Cloud Nine. If you did the armor quest, and then the rest you have to buy from the Lone Shark lady that I did nothing for. So she was uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was replaced with the Lone Shark because oh. he killed her. Yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, in the last episode, I think it was Chris. You brought up uh, a fast travel system. Did you guys find that shit? Oh yeah, the stupid pods. I yeah. didn't use it. It was dumb as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I used it a little bit, but it's like three areas. It's not. Right. Yeah, I used it one time to get from Cloud Nine to that other place where the you run into the Lone Shark Lady. That was the exactly. that was it. Um, but yeah, also, real quick, I, um, yeah. Ezra's armor makes it where every time you hit an enemy, you get like an attack buff and it stacks. So I ended up using a lot of quick weapons towards the end of the game that made that shit stack really high. I was doing shitloads of damage. Yes. With that armor. The AID Eclipse armor, it made your batteries uh, charge faster, and I was using that uh, whatever uh, implant that gave you, like, I don't know, the fucking health every time you use a battery charge. 
I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, no, the chrysalis is all, it's just buffing to the nanite damage and the nanite procs. And I found a really nice nanite katana. I don't remember the name of it, but uh, yeah. So I was just. Was you weren't like, using that Warren, uh, Warren's whatever. Oh, yeah. After I got that, what do you only use it for like half a stage? Warren's Redemption. Oh, dude, I used, I used it for a while. You must have been playing the end of the game for a long time. No, no. I mean, you don't get it until the end. Not when really. You send them away you know, like, on the train. <laughs> then you go up to the AID. And, and then you got to go through the AID thing. <laughs> and then you got to go up the giant tower. I mean, that's yeah, a while. It's not that it's much. Like two hours. <laughs> no, yeah. it is not. I think I did that in like 45 minutes. Yeah, that was a quick run, actually, up that tower for me. Oh, I was I was beating the shit out of everybody. All right. Well, anyway. Anyways. Let's go back to discuss the entire game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. And then uh, we'll see you next time. This wore that fucker's skin. (laughs) Wore that fucker's skin. Uh, Yeah. Uh, It still makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) So we're on our way to the basically, first off, the AID refugee camp. And you got to run through like the checkpoint. You don't have to go through the checkpoint. You can actually go over the top and then get rid of the stupid thing. And then the spiders don't attack you immediately. But. Um, you find an audio log from a doctor explaining the evacuation and how slowly that it is moving and how much uh, she hates politicians. You know, a lot of this little um, nanite problem seems a lot like COVID, you know. I mean, yeah, they only made this game yeah, what two years ago, weird, they totally yeah. knew COVID was coming. <laughs> yeah, like I mentioned the last time too, it is really weird how there are some parallels. Like, there's even that weird guy next to the fire barrel who's mm-hmm. like saying it's all fucking fake. Yep. <laughs> did, wait did you stand in murder test with him oh, no 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 yeah, the end is near guy yeah that one i did we'll get to that i Hold did on. protest with him it's very funny <laughs> uh-huh. um but yeah so you're just trying to get to the aid um refugee camp which is weird because when you get there all the ad guys are like we don't care who you are or that you've been slaughtering hundreds of us yeah. like, on the other side of this elevator no, yeah, please, it's like there's in. so there's so much resistance to get there, but then you get there and they're just like, "What's up?" I know, and they got those giant mechs walking across the top of the bridge. It's like, yeah, was oh, that Ezra? Because he wasn't there anymore after that. But also, the big event happened after that. So, yeah, I don't because there was two of them. I thought, oh, okay. and I thought those yeah, suits really were bigger. Did you talk to the so, doctor and get the uh, side quest for the. Uh, I didn't get right, that far yet. Oh. Yes, uh, Sevenson <laughs> or whatever the cynical bitch that wants the reds. Yeah. I want the red meds. Um, but that guy that uh, that is outside the protest guy. Yeah. Did you kill anybody with his stick sign? No, no, I did. I upgraded it all the way, and that thing is a pile of shit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe I'll get something cool if I kill a bunch of guys with it. And literally, I was fighting one guy for five minutes because it's like block. But <laughs> that one guy. Like after the big event happens and everything kind of goes to shit, I went back there and that one guy was still standing there, like yeah, it's a different sign. And he's like, "Well, I don't know what to do now. I guess I was right." Giant nanite structures all over the place, and he's still standing there with a the sign, like, "You need to get the fuck out of here, bro." What yeah. <laughs> he was confused because I talked to him. He's like, "I don't know what to do now," but his sign was different. But I don't remember what it said. Or I told you so, or something. Kids old one? Yeah, I think I said I told you so. Yeah, I don't know if you could still stand there and protest with him at that point. I didn't try. Yeah, I didn't try because I was pissed off that I didn't get anything for killing people with his son in the first place. <laughs> uh, uh, real quick, before you get into Fort, uh, Gateway Bravo, I think it's called Fort Bravo, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. There's like these two bridges that you go across to get to the door. 
and it seriously reminded me of like Anne Orlando and Dark Souls of like there's two guys with guns coming across at the same time and if if you are not careful they will shoot you and knock you off that fucking bridge and you will die. That didn't happen to me so and I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the crisscross? Yeah, like just like two bridges. Like, up, like right before you go up the lift? Yeah. Which yeah, uh, okay. like you yeah. can just run straight across there and kill one of them and it's no big deal, but if you're taking it slow and careful, uh they will fuck you up. Like Oh the, no, I, I ran in general. No slow and careful. You run yeah, it and you cut their crazy. body parts this off. This is a fucking souls like you idiot. It's uh <laughs> it's really uh funny you mentioned that, Chris, because I think there's a moment later in the game that really mirrors a Sekiro boss fight in in uh setting. I don't know. If I, I, I didn't play. So yes. So this is where you see Dr. Sorensen and she is a cynical bitch, but I did buy the um, ski mask from her and I never wore it. Also, I think there was a guy down below that you could kill him and take his hat. He's got like the Indiana Jones hat, which I also never put on, but it actually just no matter what, if you put it on, it acts as the last piece of gear for whatever you're wearing. But the armor sucks, mm-hmm. obviously, because it's fucking hand yeah a lot of the vendors have stuff like that where it's like yeah well, sure, this one you have to kill a guy to take it but uh i would have to wear shitty armor so no thank you but you can raise up the level it's challenge it's, it's still a challenge armor, buddy ah <laughs> uh, so then you're off to aid command after you talk to them and get your side quest and you know killing guys with signs you get an audio log that is basically it tells like the parents and guardians, okay, you go over here and get some food. We're going to take the kids over here and we're going to check them out real quick. When little did they know they're just stealing the kids to perform nanite experience on them and kill them. That shit was fucked up, dude. Yeah, the story takes a Very dark turn. bit of a turn after the last point that we played. Like before, it was pretty much just like, let's just get here. We got to find Athena. And now it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, to all these I children? Have my notes, um, finding Warren again and finding out AID was trying to tamper with kids' brains to control the nanites and ended up killing them is some dark ass shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, very, I, very I wasn't expecting so. that to be any part of this storyline at all. So that's exactly what I expected. That's what I expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just like, it, it's just like in Bloodborne. It's like, you know, you find the kids and aliens are having sex with them and yeah. drinking blood. <laughs> Somehow they turn into like a werewolf. Something about madman's knowledge and all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know that I saw exactly this coming, but I knew that there was some way in shape or form that they were trying to get the kids to control the nanite swarm or some right. kind of connection between kids and nanite swarms. But specifically this, no. Uh, but right. I didn't see that they were experimenting with multiple kids. I obviously just one out just Athena this whole time. Yeah. Well, there was, the, there was the guy in the bar who was like, "Dude, I, uh, you know, Aid had me capturing these kids." I didn't talk to that guy. Yeah. yeah. Well I then. <laughs> Damn. I saw him in the first half, yeah. <laughs> I would have yeah, been so surprised then, because when I came to that part, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't. Yeah, if you talk to that guy early, you get the insight early. But there's an there's an audio log. It might have been the one you were just talking about, Tom, where they're talking about the guy that they hired. I think his name is Dan something. Uh, yeah, to go be. grab the kids. And you, there's like <clears throat> more to that quest line later, but we can talk about it later after the event. The event, the thing that happened. <laughs> that changed things um so yep along we go we find more audio logs with like ezra talking to athena telling her she doesn't need to be afraid you're with us now i think that i think it was this one 
she like her voice gets all like deep and she like yells at him but i don't remember what she said it might be she's kind of fucking scary dude yeah she looks scary um you find another one and um well that's after you find you find warren who's just like didn't you get him a disguise or was that for an earlier part like you got him in AID disguise, right? I assume that yeah, was to get, get into here. AID here. But you yeah. find him in here, and he's just got like normal clothes on. Yeah, he's like, I, I am standing over here. Yeah, his quest line is so dumb, honestly, because it makes I no fucking for him, sense at all. And he's still there. He's still there with no clothes, and he's still like, "Hey, you kind of fucked me over earlier, but go find this evidence for me, and we're totally cool, man." Well, and then even at the end <laughs> of it, it's like he doesn't leave. He just standing there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're like i gotta go take care of some shit he's like all right fuck off and then that's it it's like okay cool and then you have to i thought like after that that's how you would get your um rewards from him but you actually have to select like a uh, talking point like hey what about my rewards mm-hmm. yeah at the very oh, end he right? he leaves at the end oh, at the very end him. of the whole quest line yeah yeah i never saw him leave oh, really? oh now you say goodbye warren like you have to, there's to two him. different goodbyes. There's a goodbye at the bottom of the speech, and there's one up towards the top. You say the one up at the top, and he gets on the train, and the train wow, leaves. He just fucking left Warren to die, man. <laughs> he just that fucking left him out. there, man. I went and I did all the shit, and I got my rewards, and I was like, goodbye, I got some other shit to do. Peace out. Yeah. Well, there's another goodbye up higher that's like, oh, goodbye, ah, Warren. fuck him. I'm sure he got out of there already. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Um, it's kind of annoying. Is there a trophy for that? Probably. Probably. Fuck. No, you have to play it again. I'm already, <laughs> dude. I literally have so played sad. for like an hour and a half or two hours, and I'm already at the little Johnny fight. Like, I'm breezing through it on New Game Plus. Yeah, I love replaying a Souls like because once you know your way through the environments, it is so much. I, I deleted it off yeah. my Xbox. Yeah, like you do with every game. <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. I beat it. What the fuck else am I gonna do? I'm no, wait, I need those. I got other games. <laughs> <laughs> I actually need one of them. The rest I transferred onto my computer. I uh, need those. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is where we encounter the um, like lab armored guys. They're the ones that throw the nanite grenades. Those dirty bastards. Oh fuck those guys! Yeah. I there is a um, thing that just says fuck those guys. There's an implant that you can get that reduces uh, like nanite discharge or whatever. Did you guys use that? No, oh, yeah, no. I started, I really yeah. changed my implants at all until oh, like it, end it game. helped out so fucking much at the end because like of dudes like that and like the little nanite monsters and fighting the Delver so many times. It was one of those implants that was like crucial for me to get through. Listen, all right, I had an implant that gave me negative a thousand armor. <laughs> Do you think I was looking at my implants a lot? This again, dude, <laughs> it would have made the game so much easier. Like the implants helped out so fucking much. Was, I didn't really take much implant or nanite damage so i think I was oh i was getting it. my ass kicked with nanite stuff all the time I don't that know wasn't to too bad you. uh but also in this area where you uncover these lab guys you see the labs and there's these like little cryptic um like images on the glass of like the children and they all say like deceased like it's different pictures and they're all dead and like you can see down where they were holding them there's like little playground equipment and like yeah, games for them to play up, on dude. and you can get in there later and there's, there's uh, an audio, audio log there, right? Yeah, from a doctor who's like, I failed at everything in life. Uh, I'm not going to fail like this. And then he fails anyway. And he's talking about how that humans are now going to be to the nanites or the machines what uh, pets are to them now. And there's yeah. going to be like obedient servants. And he's like, <laughs> <Basically, laughs> 
So I'm going to kill all the kids and mm-hmm. save everybody. And that's all we do. Um, as you go further, once you get the disc for Warren, yeah, he finds out it's like every kid's name on it, what they were doing to them, that all of them died. And he's just like, all right, I got to take a minute. And he like takes steps back, but it's literally like, what, five seconds? <laughs> Quick minute, man. I mean, I need, I need a minute. Cry in the all corner right, or something. Ready. He's like, all right, okay, good. And then you're like, is it? Athena on there? It's like, oh yeah, there is one person alive. Well, it even tells us where she is. <laughs> Woo! So we're off to see Athena, the yeah, wonderful yeah, we'll Athena her. of Nanites. Okay. Yeah, no, um, have the, well, at least when I went back to Warren, I had the Force of one of them nope. at least. I didn't get up there yet. Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I got it. I got it after I talked to them. Yep, and then so you get up there, but we didn't get to that part yet because you, you find what's his name? fucking bug man, <laughs> is yeah, isn't or bug face, it's something like that. Something like I wrote that. It down. Yeah, bug something. It's a bug of some sort, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I hate them," because he's basically he was the leader of a team they hired to build the wall, and they're like, "Oh, we you'd be the first to get out," and then they didn't let us out, and then everybody died, and now it's just me. But I'll get my revenge once I get that force hook. Mm-hmm. All right, that'll get you your revenge, buddy. Yeah, he doesn't. Do so it. as you, yeah, you climb up the little, I don't know, stronghold, I guess, and you find it. You get down there, and you're like, "Oh, I'll give you, give it to you." And he's like, "Really? You have to climb all the way back up and get your own?" I was like, mm, "All right, I can do that. I need the pieces." So I gave it to him, and then you get the um, code name Elise, the one-handed chainsaw, which I didn't use. I used it for a little <laughs> bit. It was just because it was rad looking. It looks really fucking yeah. cool. It looks cool, but I was still with my two na- two handed basher. What was it? Code name Moonlight or something like that. Yeah, I think I was still using spears at this point. Yeah, I went back to the um, Gaia spear because <laughs> that thing yeah. fucking. Really I went and spear. got the Gaia spear later and ended up using that like way late and realized wow, Dragoon spear can suck a dick. Gaia spear is so much better. Yeah, that Gaia spear <laughs> fucking rules. That I used that for like ninety percent of this game. It feels like it was so good. I'm trying to remember. I think I pretty much was using that code name Moonlight almost the entire time. I think there was a one that I got later that was like the big engine or something like that. Yeah. Just fucking giant. That's mm-hmm. what I used after that. Did um, you use the there's an armor set? It might have been the like weird astronaut armor set, the angel set or whatever. That that's the yeah, it does the bonus better. for Creo. Yeah. Um yeah. No, I was still using Rhino, uh so I was getting the shockwave damage and uh slam attacks that shoot out in front of you which only works if you have the heavy weapons because i found out that i was not using the heavy weapons <laughs> and it's like well it's not as fun but i already upgraded this armor all the way so we'll just keep using it hey anyway you do bug face solid give him a force hook and now you are able to traverse the zip lines but only going down so you get to go to uh yeah for the time being not it's actually not that long before you get the next one uh because it's pretty much right after this fight i think but anyway you are going to find athena because now you know where ezra has taken her because of the lovely disc that you found and it's just it's not a lot of legwork i think there's like three guys after you go down that zip line by bug face really to get to the boss ezra who everybody loves. It's the greatest boss of all time. It's the best boss. Asshole. Uh, but as you get closer, 
Um, you find an audio log in which a doctor describes how he's talking about how the children's brains work better for the nanite experience than um, the adults, even though they continue to die as they're doing their research. As you get even closer, you get an echo of Ezra talking to Athena. He's telling her to think about the sacrifice she's about to make and how countless lives will be saved by her. She tells him that you don't understand. I'm not alone. Then you move to the next room and there's another echo in which Ezra is talking to the scientists and he's like, this is it. There's no time for second guessing now. One scientist says that, you know, her nanites are completely unstable. This is not a good idea. I do not advise this. Ezra tells him, well, fuck, we're all going to burn in hell for what we've already done anyway. So we're going to do it. He's like, uh, if anything goes wrong, don't worry. I'll be sitting in my suit of armor next to her and I'll just fucking kill her. And <laughs> basically, Athena says, well, this is your final chance because my warrior is coming. And Ezra kind of laughs it off. He's like, well... This isn't one of your fairy tales, so fuck off, lady. We're not going to listen to you. And then you find like these crazy nanite claws in the chest from this Echo, which I actually used for this fight because the codename Moonlight was way too slow for this fight. Heavy weapon, I do not recommend on this fight. Fast weapon because you can get in, get out, which was pri- pretty much the primary goal, um, well, at least for me, my that I came up with for doing this is when you start fighting against Ezra, like you gotta go down the zip line and he starts shooting at you, jumps down. So he's like dancing around. If you get in close right away, you don't have to worry about his freaking flame launcher really at all, like the long shot, because all I was doing, you just hit his legs and then he'll put his gun down and like spin it in circles a bunch. So as soon as you see him do that, you just jump out, wait till he's done, jump back in, fuck his legs up. First phase was not bad. Yeah, no, first phase uh, was horrible. No, that was a couple. Was the second phase. Second phase, I immediately went for that goddamn fire gun and yep. destroyed that thing. As you dance around, as this this motherfucker can roll like thirty feet yeah, and somehow like home in on you, slide forever. It's like what yeah. the fuck? Literally, like, all I'm doing is running around his suit so I can break the thing, and then after I break it, then I'm like, okay, this won't be too bad. But he still has some fucked moves that make yeah. no sense. That's definitely the strategy. The fact that you can't break the beam weapon as well just doesn't make sense and is very stupid and annoying. But um, yeah, I don't know. This, this is the part where I was like, yeah, this game, like this boss fight specifically is just really not well designed. The fact that he has these weird jumps where like he will jump into the robot, but then he'll just kind of like suspend in air for a second and then drag himself to the side of the robot to try and keep getting at you. It's like the world's physical interactions do not work the same way for him as they work for you. And it's yeah, and there's definitely like a point where you can tell that he is tethered to a specific uh, distance from you where like you can't get that far away from him without him like tethering closer and closer and closer to you. That it's I understand. Really weird. But I didn't have the problems Chris was having. Like he wasn't glitching through anything. I, didn't like, have I actually got I, I was actually him. saved because he was getting stuck on the one side while I was breaking the arm. Because he wouldn't get to the, the other tether side. of like his like interactions with me whereas like every time i would evade and backstep and backstep and backstep he would be on me like instantaneously whereas, that's like, why he, i he stopped doing that. made it that that distance based on the rules that this game had established thus far and that shit was driving me fucking crazy because it was like trying to evade and then take out the flame weapon and the beam while he's like magnetizing to me all the time it shit sucked dude that's so like, that's just it sucked. after i died that a couple times trying to evade far out it wasn't worth it. If you stay right on that suit, roll going around it, that flame weapon barely ever hits you, and he never even really fires that beam weapon. Well, the only way I could kill him is by 
uh, staggering them with directional blocks and then doing yeah. like I did that right into them like back to back to back. And then I took him out like mm-hmm. in, I don't know, nine hits, I think. But getting yeah, I just stayed close to the suit. It sucked. I had to look up a guide for that one. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I kept getting my ass kicked. Yeah. The main problem is that the like <clears throat> the game is very much designed around this directional blocking system and it's designed around targeting limbs which requires you to lock on and in no Dark Souls boss fight with more than one boss will I ever lock on to anything because it's stupid but you kind of have to here. So now you're fighting two bosses but you're locked onto one so you can't keep track of them unless you're doing this dumb dancing maneuver around the little robot until you kill his arm which is just I don't know. It's like it's the only way to do this boss fight, and it's incredibly dumb looking and not fun. Yeah, definitely the also, worst fight in the game. We skipped over his first phase. His first phase is definitely a lot easier than his second phase, but his flamethrower thing, if you are not staying up close to him all the time so he gets to fire his flamethrower, he will very clearly point it in one direction, and then when he fires it, he'll, it'll just go wherever the fuck it wants to, and you'll per- usually be standing in fire. Oh, yeah. The, no, the main goal for this whole fight is just to stay on that suit. Both phases is what I did, because if you do it in the first phase, he just spins around in a circle and you just jump out, jump back in, hack the legs, jump out, hack the legs. Second he doesn't phase, really use anything. Second phase, I kept the suit in like my right hand corner up on the right. And then I kept him back here. That way I could constantly keep an eye on if he was going to shoot that fucking beam at me or not. And that's how I fought him. Yeah, I think the last time that I, when I actually beat him, I don't think that beam gun fired at all. And I was literally just running around that suit, doing the blocking and killing him. I just got good yeah, at I, listening well, for that beam gun, uh, like charging up before the shot. Once you kill the little flamethrower thing, you can just hide behind all the cover. And even when he fires the beam gun, it'll blow up the cover. And then you just move to the next piece of cover, which I did almost run out of cover at the end and was very upset. But hmm. I don't know. Once you kill that flame gun thing, like he is, he's really not that bad. Like you have to memorize his patterns, but they're pretty simple. And he takes a lot of counter damage. So he's not that bad once you kill that flame gun thing. But. It's still definitely the worst boss fight in the game. One of the worst boss fights in any Souls-like that I've ever played, honestly. It's really, really awful. Yeah, it's... Oh, I definitely did not hate this as much as I hated the second end boss in Dark Souls 3. Fuck that one. <laughs> I don't want to do those two guys ever again in my fucking life. Um, plus, it only took me 13 times to do it. This, on that, it took me like three hours. 31 tries, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That shit fucking sucks. Did you beat it? Did I it feel it. good to beat it? I beat it. And then I almost slammed my controller into the ground because I was like... <laughs> <laughs> um, so getting his second version of his weapon is not even worth it. I mean, I used it after I got it, but it's literally... It's just less power consumption and more energy drain from guys with a little bit higher damage. So I used it for a little bit, but it was... I don't know. I don't think it was worth it going through that guy. you think he'd have better weapons than that pile of shit. Anyway, so then we get the nice cutscene after we beat it, where Athena is trapped in her little tube, screams and bursts into nanite pieces. And she's, like, struck by lightning. Yeah, she becomes, like, one with the nanite storm. Mm-hmm. And then she turns into a giant snake. Well, that's later. No, she turns into the snake now. Does she? Yep, at the end of the cutscene, it shows its mouth, like, roaring, and then mm-hmm. it kind of goes, whoop. And it's gone. Anyway, you wake up <laughs> underground. And this is my most hated area of this fucking game is the underground. This is a dark fucking shithole maze. I, I just turned really the care for it. Is this the area where you find the doctor to get the You mean Professor St. Croix? 
sure. who laughs through his entire fucking goddamn conversation, which annoyed the living piss out of me. He, like literally would say two words and, be like, <laughs> and then he'd say something else. <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with this guy? But you got to sit there and listen to him. He literally a disease. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> Professor St. Yeah, he's not like gross foot of his. He had a little gross foot. Yeah, but he explains he has it because he was the first one that started doing nanite experiments and he did it to himself. Yeah, he's subject zero. Pace and chill, zero. Patient, but whatever. yes. Um, so yeah, well, anyway, yeah, you stumble around that area. You can hear uh, Athena calling out to you a little bit. But after stumbling around a little bit, you got the new zombie nanite enemies and then more of the nanite uh, starship trooper bugs flying at you. Yeah, these uh, zombie like nanite uh, enemies are definitely more reminiscent of uh, enemies that are in the surge, like the first one, because the first surge is basically like a power surge comes and disrupts all the neural links and all of these people's melts their brains and melts their brains. And like some of them are zombies and some of them have made it, but their brains aren't the same. And so they attack you no matter what. And so it, it was kind of nice seeing the callbacks to that first one. Right. I now. didn't mind these guys. Um, they're just, because there's water down here, some of them are hard to see right away. But yeah, these this, guys, I don't mind that. It was pretty easy. It was just, um, it was just annoying running around. Yeah, it was not like yeah. this specific spot, but considering that it encompasses all of underneath Jericho, and you're fucking going through it nonstop because Jericho City is worse when you're doing the um, side quest for the doctor and trying to get all of the. Um, original subjects for all oh, those three i didn't really care much about it i just ended yeah, up finding them all the way that like you had to zip line around and maneuver through the different columns and stuff and like get talk to warren and get that key and go it was just a it, the structure it was fucking weird i didn't yeah. not like it also i do not like the subjects i don't like those guys at all with the giant fucking axe arms they my ass near the end of the game. yes um the only their only hope like for a fast getaway is just target that one there's usually one leg that's unarmored and just fucking go for yeah. it they, they didn't bother me in this section but it was at the end of the game going up the they'll tower. kill you in like two hits yeah like when you come yeah. back to them and they're yeah, stronger it'd be like they'll yeah. do that long range attack where it goes yeah. under the ground and literally the first hit there will take half your life away the hit back will kill yep. you and then you have those nanite dudes that are like that split that's it at the very end yeah and yeah. those guys new game plus those guys are littered through the beginning and they will fucking destroy you like Right away, it's off. That I that I uninstalled. <laughs> I uninstalled. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get to travel around the underground. I mean, it's a decent setting, but yeah, I thought it was too dark. But I mean, I could have turned my brightness up, but I didn't fucking care that much. Yeah, I busted through this area like really fast. I didn't even meet this professor guy that you guys are talking about, and I didn't see any of the subject guys until way later. I was like, oh, this area. yeah, he's where you start in the underground. He's literally like <laughs> up right here. Yeah, so you go all the way around and you come up on the side and it's basically just a quest to go and kill these subjects that he was doing nanite experiments on to basically figure out how to save himself from these like nanite exposure that he had. And he gives you like a core processor and you go through like a security gate mm -hmm. and it ends up becoming like an implant and you can choose to give the implant back to him or not. You can keep the implant and use it. I don't remember what the implant is. It's I like plus it 250 nanite damage reduction. Yeah, uh, I gave it. I gave it to him, and he gives you a weapon. But the weapon was like pointless. I just oh, he gave. Isn't it the hammer? The weird looking. It's this. It's 
classified as a one-handed hammer but it's like that weird like big white bent creole i weapon. don't remember to be honest because i was like i had it and i was like oh this isn't good, better than what i have so there's a lot of weapons that you get that's like eh, it looks cool but i'm gonna stick to what i got because it's fun and yeah, i basically it all already. The weapons that i had by the end it was just like this is not better than what i have already so fucking yeah did y'all meet well, him again later that... say what uh saint croix yeah, yeah at the at the doctor's office. And he's much better. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, I just remember his dialogue. That's what I've written down. This guy laughs a lot and he won't shut up. Yeah. After you, after you help him with the implant, when you meet him again later, he's not laughing. He's like, I, I can't wait to try and like repent for my oh, okay. sins. And Good. I'm yeah, glad that he straightened his life out. Good that you saved him. In a way. Yeah. You should feel uh, good, Tom. <laughs> I'm happy. I mean, I, uh, to be happy. Thing. Come on. Um, after this, you get uh, the Delver Echo fight, which is the kitty cat version, which I believe this one lures you in because it has like the nanite chest in the center and you go to get it and then he's fucking ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is the kitty cat one. You basically have to. You run right past it. So unless you didn't try to get the treasure chest. And the dumb thing is, is with all these other Delver fights, you don't get anything cool. It's I think you get a shitty implant, which I probably didn't. Yeah, use. you get like 10,000 tech scrap or something, which is fucking nothing. Yeah, no 9 at checks. Even later, though, like maybe it is gauged on what 9 at chests you find as to if they have weapons, because the later ones, every time I found one, all it had was scrap in it. Didn't have any more yeah, weapons. Yeah, same. Um, I will say I'm I know uh, Ryan, at the very least, you did not enjoy having to refight the Delvers, but I re- it's it's the best fight in the game, in my opinion. I was fine with redoing each part of it, but longer and more challenging because it's like, it is the best fight for the directional block, especially because you can directional block everything they do. Like you never feel like, at least I never felt like, Oh, I'm very overwhelmed by the number of directional attacks he's doing right now. And I can't block all of them. I could block everything. And I felt like it felt very rhythmic when you get it down. Yeah. So I enjoyed the redoing all of them. I think the cat one had two, the one where it goes underground and jumps out. You can't block that one. And then it had one where like back up like this and then just charge at you and you have to dodge out of that one. Cause it's I, felt with I mean, you can block it, but you can't directional block yeah. it. I felt that way with Delver Gamma. The one that, that one's had. super easy. That one's just the left, right, right. And like well, left, it was, right, it was left cool too, because he had like the nanite armor that you could break off of his arms and but, legs. Yeah. But he put it back on too. He would it. I, yeah, that's how that fight was really fun because it was just like it, like Chris said, that that rhythm just really kicks in and like you just get in that groove. And I think it's where the game shines the most is like it has a rhythm to the blocking, the dodging and like the directional attacks and what body part that you're targeting that makes it feel so much more alive than any other souls like game. You know what I mean? Where it's like it just I don't know. It feels like you have more control, but also I like the directional blocking over the parry mechanic. Yeah, and maybe that's From it. Souls and, and I told you guys um, the like the realization that I had about it is that it feels like for honor and for honor has a very similar um, kind of blocking and directional system. When yeah, it comes to the combat and I played a lot of for honor when it launched and it just it brought me back to that kind of combat and once you get into that groove and you like figure out the stances and bobbing and weaving it just really feels so fucking satisfying especially when you just are kicking the shit out of enemy after enemy out of just non-stop it feels so yeah good. and you put the doom soundtrack on as you're 
breaking all their faces. See, I like the soundtrack in this game because it's got like a weird, like grungy techno feel. Oh no, I like this one too. But then the one day I was uh, coming home and I actually had uh, the Doom Eternal soundtrack on, and I think I even posted it in Discord. I'm like, this is a great song to kill. I was listening to the Pat Evil People track while I was working. Mm-hmm. So why were you saying you like the music and then you're listening to Patapon? Anyway, you're going to back to CIT, and this is where you find an audio log. Um, basically from Gutenberg, he says he finally has come to the realization that this nanite creature that is now moving around shares his DNA. Um, this is also where you approach his office, and you got, who's back alive? Eli. Johnny. No, yeah, Eli. Sitting there saying, hey, open the door. I'm going to fuck you up. And then you jump down. And he's like, hey, you're the motherfucker that killed me last time. He's got like, what, two thugs with him? Two or three thugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're easily dispensable. He was, um, yeah. I always just is, he was not hard. He's had a couple different attacks where he throws out waves, but nothing terribly hard. Yeah, I think he's again. He tries to beat this one. Yeah, and you don't even, like, I wish at least if you, I didn't use his hammer because I didn't like his hammer in the first place. Uh, but if you if you think if you at least used it and targeted it the same hammer again, it would give you an upgraded version or something. But I guarantee you, you don't get shit from him no matter what. Yeah, you get the um, first piece of his armor, which I don't think you can get the rest until the end of the game, which is annoying. But oh, I don't know. I don't think I got. Well, if I did get it, I didn't put it on. Yeah, um, I don't even remember. I remember reading it and be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wonder where I get the rest of it. Google. Oh, I can't fucking get it. Cool. I don't care anymore. Were you guys surprised <laughs> at like running into him again in this section? I mean, I didn't right. mind. I, I was surprised. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. He's back alive. I didn't expect him to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. It was a cool little surprise. Yeah. I didn't see it coming. I like the Johnny return better later, but you guys all ran into the it. Futurama return. Yeah. Um, but anyway, after you dispose of him, you get up to Gutenberg and he's like, God damn fucking Harold failed me when my hour of need because he was supposed to protect him and poor Harold's just hacked and freaking out in the corner. He's like, but you came through. I knew you would. That's great. I love you. Let's kiss. No, yeah, person happened. I barely know. I knew you'd come through for me. <laughs> uh, he begins to tell you of the children of the spark and how he knows that they're doing nanite experiments and that Eli coming back is obviously a product of that. Um. Which, when you go back, obviously, Eli's gone. <gasps> oh, where did body go? It's weird with, like, with the whole Gutenberg thing. Is like, he's like, oh, I knew that you would come through for me. Did he know about whatever weird relationship that you have with Athena? Like, uh, yeah. he, he knows you have a connection because he says it in the, the first part that we said we played through. Yeah, he, he talks about it later on through an audio log, obviously, about, like, his high nanite count and all that shit. But yeah. I, I still was confused about what the fuck that. Oh was. no, he knew that you had a special bond because he says that the first time we meet him, when you give him the brain, he talks about how you and Athena have this bond together. Yeah, he says you guys must have some kind of bond because you're seeing more vivid visions, and I think it's during mm-hmm. this one that he's like, I think I have an understanding of what your guys' connection is, but I don't have time yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, he says he'll explain it more when you come back with the spark because he needs the spark, yeah, but he knows that Athena was taken by the nanites but he still has hope that he can pull her out um and she'll still be okay which uh, obviously was the head of creo right and he's not in the first one really at all which is really weird i don't know if he's the head but he's no, high he's, the head. Uh, he's like the main guy of creo 
I think he's the main guy of like their technology department or something. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, it's the cre- you know, yeah it's the CIT after because like, after beating this, I went and played the first one, and after and like he's a big fucking deal in the first one. Like they oh, talk yeah. about him all the time, and I feel like in the second one they really don't like because you don't ever see him specifically in the first one. I feel like they really don't make a big enough deal about how important he is to what's going on. And how he led all these research projects and shit that led to everything that is happening now. Yeah, I think he does say at some point like that it's his fault that he caused all this and he has to try to fix it or something. But yeah, yeah. they don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, it's very like offhanded. Like it's just like an offhanded remark. Well, this isn't about him. This is about his granddaughter. Yeah. We don't give a shit yeah. about Steve Goober. Yeah, I don't know. I also feel like they they don't need to be any more forward with the story than they are. I think a big strength in for me and from software games, and I understand that you do not like this at all, Tyler, and that's fine. Uh, you don't know how, what the fuck's happening. How in the background the story is, and you can find it there if you want it, but it's really like it's stuff that happened in the past, and it's not super important to just playing the game. Whereas uh, this is a game that shoves it more in your face, and it's fine. But and that's it's not like shoving it in your like face. But I'd like to know a general idea of what the fuck's going on, not <laughs> alien blood weird. babies where my love for this game comes from is I, I want both things. I want the, I want the rich storytelling to coincide with the combat. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to go and like read a bunch of bullshit online or read a bunch of item descriptions or like go and do this like deep dive on my own time to figure out the world that I'm trying to enjoy. I, I want them to coincide. And this game does a better job of that. It does. It's definitely not, the best obviously um it's got a lot of issues but it it does a better job for me personally and what i like in video games than regular dark souls games you know but i, I feel like the story here is, sorry no we got to keep arguing about this it's very important <laughs> well, i don't think the story here is very good is the thing i don't think they need to well, shut no, it i don't, I don't necessarily good. think it's good but it adds to the world and it adds to the purpose of why i'm there like if i have if i feel like i have no real reason to fucking be there i don't want to be there i don't want to sit in that world i don't want to invest in it and go through it and fight whatever fucking threat needs fought because i don't know what the fucking point is you know what i mean it's like what is the end game here um, yeah, this is definitely just an agree to disagree situation because I think I would enjoy this game's <laughs> world more if they put it more in the background and it was more mysterious. No way. There's no way. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> this guy is a funny. <laughs> I mean, I like both games, but I enjoy The Surge 2 more than I enjoy Bloodborne. I'm not saying Bloodborne's a bad game. I'm just saying I like the aesthetic. I never said it was a bad game. You said it was a bad game several times. I don't like that game. It's not It's not a good game for me. Personally. He likes Bloodborne as much as I like Bugsnacks. As much as, as I much like just, Pathless. Yes, as much as Ryan <laughs> likes all indie games. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Anyway, off to Port Nixon. Um, so... On the way to Port Nixon, you basically, you got to fucking find your way. You can't go back pretty much any of the way that you could in the first half because Jericho City is obviously destroyed. I just want to butt in real quick. I like the fact that you get to go through other areas and see how it has been affected by this like catastrophe that's happened, basically. I always think that's interesting when games like take a world 
and kind of fuck with it and twist it around and change it up and make you go through similar areas, but just like in a different setting. So yeah. I like this a lot. I like the section a lot. I like that. I could see other places that it's like, oh, I wonder if I can get over there. And then you actually are over there in this version, getting to where you want to go. Um, when that was otherwise blocked off. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I do wish I had realized that this was going to happen because like I said last time, I had a lot of notes of like, oh, there's a force hook here. There's a lifter oh, hook here. Yep, sure. And all that shit is worthless because it's just the way the path through the game now that everything's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So I just threw those notes away. Whatever. <laughs> well, I remember a lot of those force hook sections being in Fort Nixon and in like the main area like that branches off into all the other sections. I feel like I went back through and found a lot of those areas that I, I wanted to go back and find. Um, you just had to do like it in a really weird ass. And follow the same path. You have to like yeah. go into the underground and fucking do all this. Yeah, it's super weird. We have to yep. do it. But I also appreciate it because it's like making you play it in a different way and like figuring out new ways to get around this area. And also, obviously, the fast travel system that they introduced at this point. Um, I think that's the the big reason why they brought that in. Yeah. So you could go and do that. If so, yeah. As you're leaving, you have your lifter hook now. Um, You go back through, or the, yeah, the lifter hook. You go back through Gideon's Rock, and this is where you can actually fully see Athena for the first time. So as soon as you go out to Gideon's Rock, you can see her like way up in the back corner. I did not go fucking rock. Oh. I think you have to. Yeah. As soon as you leave Gutenberg, I did not. No. Well, when you leave Gutenberg's, office the first way the correct way like back out through where you killed eli out the front door you see gideon you're back in gideon's rock and uh you can see her way off in the distance giant fucking snake monster attacking stuff um she says or she sends some weird message to you you can also see the robot that gives you the super cool weapon that you didn't get in the first half (laughs) okay so i didn't see (laughs) her how I didn't go through Gideon's Rock is you can go back through the underground area and you can make your way back up to Warren. And I came out Warren's like exit area back by the river. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't see the other guy in the outlook. You didn't get the audio log from Hawk. You didn't. Um... I guess not. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of stuff down there. I, I don't know. That's weird. Cause I, I definitely tried to find my way back to the underground instead of going through Gideon's Rock and I couldn't, figure it out because when you go up the stairs and you try to go to the right to where you were there's one of those uh like walls, the walls you can't you break later. Yeah. yeah and you can't climb back up the way you fell because it was like a fall down maybe so i, I did go through gideon's rock <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember though oh I, I well it's I pretty did. brief just, yeah there's not you basically just i just ran right through it i didn't even care i did i absolutely 100 percent ran straight to the exit yeah, but I mean, as soon as you exit, it kind of like pans and like looks up over because you can see Athena way out in the distance. I don't ever remember Godzilla towering I, over. It comes to the end and I saw her. That's why I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't ever remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. You see her like twice or three times before that as Snake Lady. Um, But anyway, yeah, you go through there and there's uh one of the guys. Maybe it was the drunk guy that was in the tube. I don't know. It's one of the guys from earlier. He's just standing in the overlook not doing anything he doesn't even give you anything he just says hi remember me yeah i think his name is gideon right he says like oh i'm glad i got to return here yeah and then he comes back later he's He's like who cares and there's an audio log i'll pick it up and his hawk basically saying i'm pissed off at you you still owe me for all the help i did you didn't help me at all you son of a bitch yeah um uh, you just continue on you go through cloud nine 
bartender is different. If you did the, if you gave highball all the armor, yep. his name is now lowball. Um, did and there's the lady that abandoned the guys that you don't know she abandoned them yet that you can get a quest from. Yep. To save the people from uh, Gamma. Did you guys uh, talk to the girl and feed her some meat? No, she wanted me to go back there because I didn't do that quest. And I was like, I'm not fucking going back there. So I took the quest from her, but I didn't do it. So I already had the meat from when I ran into Penny the first time and I gave it to her. And then like afterwards, I immediately wrote a note down. I was like, I just fed that bitch a bunch of human meat and she has no idea. (laughs) Yeah, she's actually really happy about it. Because afterwards, she's like, oh, this is delicious. (laughs) Mm, Savory. Yeah, did you guys do the whole like conversation chain between her and Dan? Dan's like the guy sitting on the other side who took the kids to be slaughtered. Oh, no. And uh, no. they're, yeah, they're brother and sister. And you can go back and forth to him several times. And if you go to him, you're like, hey, about your sister. And then the, he's like, oh, I don't really like her. And then you go to her and you're like, about your brother. And she says some dumb shit about him. And you go back and forth and back and forth telling each person what the other one said about them, like a like little kid conversation. And then at the very end of the game, if you come back, they're all friendly with each other. And they're like, hey, thanks for helping, man. We're, we're all family here. And That's then they dumb. don't give you shit for it. I'm, I'm happy that I just walked through this area and didn't talk to those fuckers. I thought it was funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like yeah. a waste of about 10 minutes. I don't know, man. I fed that bitch some meat, and that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It was human meat. Uh, but yeah, outside here, you, fi- you fight the um, Gamma, the upright claw guy. Defeating him, you get the people come out saying that goddamn search and rescue lady left us and ran away. He's like, I knew she wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway, but she could have at least tried. And they can confront her back at Cloud Nine if you want. I think she gives you an implant or something stupid. Yeah, nothing yeah, I used. Obviously, threaten her to like tell everybody like what she yeah. did. You basically blackmail her for a reward. Yeah. I didn't do that. I was just like, nah, we're cool. You know? Oh no, I blackmailed her. She's a bitch. No, I did not. No, she didn't give like, me anything worthwhile. So I guess I didn't care I mean, anyway. Fuck, dude, if a giant nanite monster was like attacking people and like I couldn't beat it up, it was like oh. search and rescue. Peace the fuck out, you know. I'm out of rescue. No, hide, run. Hey, you go over there. I'm fucking see you. Peace out, bitch. Anyway, (laughs) on the way over to fucking Squid Dick or you know whatever that place is, something court. You can find an audio log. That place. The court. Chris. Chris knew what it was. Something court. court. Seaside court. There you go. Squid Squid Dick. Dick. Yeah, because there's (laughs) an octopus above it. There's a big yeah, octopus above like it. Bloodborne shit right there. Uh, squid dick. Yeah, yeah, it is. You need a lot of uh, madman's knowledge to see that squid dick, though. <laughs> At least 40. <laughs> so much insight. Uh, you can actually find a audio log that is a bunch of people talking about going back to the prison to where you were initially held to get the repeller to help protect them, um, which you end up having to do for Warren later. Um, if you didn't get the audio log, it doesn't really matter. Uh, speaking of that repeller, we'll just skip right to that. Basically, you tell him you're going to fucking take it and kill him. That's what I did. Yeah. Or they tried to kill you because you said you're going to take it and then you kill them. No, I, we- I just went up and dropped the repeller on them. Oh, <laughs> that's another way. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that, but efficient. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, they die in one hit. They have no armor on. They're just people. So, so what just is the one repeller? swing? What what does it do? Because I didn't do any of the shit either. Oh, that's what Warren needs to escape. 
Yeah. To, he like puts it on the train. It repels the nanites, so he puts it on the train, so it'll repel the nanites, so he can. So you didn't save Warren either. You fucking oh, I did. slaughtered when him. You go, when you go to the train later, he's like, well, you didn't fucking help me with the repeller thing, but whatever, I found it. Oh. So you didn't get his weapon version 2 then? No, I yeah. didn't get his weapon version 2. Oh, dude, that yeah. thing's sweet. It's all rainbowy trails. And... I'm pretty sure it's the best weapon in the game because like, when you upgrade it to Mark 10, it does almost 600 damage. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I like that weapon a lot. Yeah, it's a but... one-handed, I think, single-rigged weapon. Um mm-hmm. So uh, in the squid dick court, you find Hawk and you can you can pay him 50,000 scrap. And he's like, oh, cool, man. Thanks. That's just the times. Did any of you not pay him? Who? No, Hawk. I paid him. Who the fuck is Hawk? Oh, the, my God. The hunter that you had to help kill the fucking Delver the first this time. Game? He's in Gideon's Overlook. He's the guy with the hunter oh, yeah. gear on. No, in the first part of the game. So, okay, so if you go by the police station, if you go all the way up through the right-hand side, you can get to... uh, I know, I'm saying you met Hawk in the first gate last playthrough, man. I didn't (laughs) this part because I didn't go that way to get to Fort Nixon or Port... You didn't notice he's at all? Yeah, no, no, I never did. I went to the right-hand side by the police (laughs) station all the way up through the right. Yeah. And there's no... You didn't play this game. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I took that entrance a long time ago and was like, "Oh, I need a force hook here." It's stupid. Yeah, so I, that's the way I went, and I had the force hook, so I was like, right where the mm-hmm. fuck I needed to be, and it was great. Well, anyway, Hawk's there, and you can pay him. <laughs> well, that sounds like a waste of fucking time. It, it is a waste <laughs> of money. He doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah, you don't get anything. He's like, "Oh, thanks. Time for the tough." And then at this part, I went to right to the DLC aircraft carrier. Yeah, through Port Nixon a little bit, but Port Nixon's really a small. It's the area. same thing. Yeah. You basically just go back to where you found the nanite spear, I believe, on that beach by the guys that drop all the turrets and the uh, explodey things. So that you, since you guys didn't play it, you basically hop on a boat and head towards this aircraft carrier. What the hell is her name? Is her name Sydney? I can't remember what her name is. Stephanie. Oh, Sydney, girl, so. Sydney, yeah. yeah, Sydney. So it's really cool because when you get up to the top of the aircraft carrier, you're basically in somebody's backyard. Like, it's yeah. literally like a house, grass, and there's Norm sitting there trying to fucking grill food. Like, he's got a grill on, a little apron, and he's just sitting there. Yeah, I was very food. surprised. I did not expect a little, like, suburb up here. That's not yeah. what I expected. On top of the aircraft carrier. There's So, basically, there's an AI named Kane that went fucking nutso and programmed all these pirate robots to run around. There's not a lot to this area, really. I mean, you kill a bunch of pirates, and there's like big versions of the pirate ones. You can get their armor. I was wearing the small version of the armor because I think if you had all of the pieces, every time you killed somebody, you got life back. And I don't remember what the first set did, but the big set just made you hurt by fire less. Is that the honest that you sent me a picture of? Yes. The one I had on Twitter, the skull face. Fuck looking though. I mean, yeah, that's so you got like the skull face and then you got like a net full of skulls on your arm. Yeah, it was really uh, I like that armor a lot. Um, so basically you got Norm, who is Sydney's husband, so to speak. You find Proto, who is a rogue AI, who you have to charge like his little set, like fuel yeah. cell or whatever for. I like and him. basically after you do that, he's just like watching TV and movies in like this back of a garage somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if you run into him later, but I didn't run into him. Oh, okay. You do run into him again later if you 
I think you can give him something again there. I don't remember how you do it, but he ends no. up going to the theater after you've done like the little event there and he's sitting there watching a movie and the movie is actually the trailer for one of the DLCs from the first game, which is weird. And you yeah. can I, rem- I remember him after I gave him the stuff. He's like, oh, you can find me over there watching movies later, but I never went back. You never went back. Yeah, yeah. you can go uh, over there and watch movies with him for a while and he says a bunch of silly shit. That may be due to how I ended this one, but we'll get to there. Uh, you can push a guy off the plank and you get a trophy for it. He's like standing on the edge of an aircraft. Yeah, carrier. right. There's like right a diving board like, and you can knock him off. Yeah, this trophy. is like right at the incinerator boss fight too, which yeah, I didn't like that. The run to him was really bad, which I only had to do it one other time. Luckily, I only died him once, but oh, I think I died a couple times, but I kept having I really shitty instances happening. Um, I also then you go to a drive through which like theater where you meet um, this Sydney. And you got to like charge this car up and then basically you launch the car at uh, the movie screen all the while, like there's hordes of enemies running at you, which was really confusing because I was trying to kill them at first and they just keep coming no matter what. Um, there's just constant waves. Uh, so after you do that, then you actually meet up with Sydney because Kane was sending all of them after you. This whole time, Kane's like a giant eyeball looking for you. And if he sees you, I don't know if he enrages the guys around you. It didn't really seem to do too much. I mean, yeah, the guys he, weren't terribly difficult. He brings all the guys down on you that are around if they haven't seen you yet, yeah. which is, I mean, it's not a big deal, but he, we kind of skipped over. Like he, he is essentially Hal from, um, God, what's the movie? Um, 2001 space Odyssey. Yeah. He, he is essentially that he looks exactly like that. Yeah. Just a big red eyeball. Um, so you get to Sydney and you can go after you talk to her. She's like, she tries to you try to overheat him or something and it didn't work. He just ends up jumping out into a giant pool. But if you go next to her and go down, you go into this little area where there's a bunch of guys and like tubes, clones basically of Norm or whatever the fuck she was making. And you, if you ask her about it, she's like, you can't tell anybody about this, especially not Norm. It's like, OK, whatever. Anyway, so you leave that part and then you fight Hal Kane in the giant swimming pool. It's not terribly hard. He like bounces around weird. Like, yeah, bounces. I think it's a cool boss fight, but he doesn't do. I mean, the reason it's not that hard is because he doesn't do that much damage. Like, no. he hit me quite a bit, but he barely. He's got cool mechanics that weren't anything else. Like, he summons the his big arms to come in, which are just ginormous. And the, but you can see them. It's just a big red line before they land. You just pop out of those and he like squirts oil in your face mm-hmm. and you can't like see for a little bit. But he's not terribly hard. Um, after I killed him, you can go in this underground bunker part. And so what did, uh, what did you choose? Did you give control to Kane or Sydney? I gave it to Sydney. <laughs> I gave it back to Kane. Yeah. It really doesn't make much of a difference is the weird thing. Except that Norm gets pissed at you if you give it to Kane. Uh, no, if you give it to Kane, um, Norm doesn't get pissed at you. He gets turned and starts doing his wedding vows and murders Sydney as she's screaming, running through the hallways. What? <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah, I don't uh, know what you read that told you. I'm sorry. Well, he gets pissed at you. Gets mad and tries to kill you. But uh, yeah. I mean, but I wonder what happens then if you if Norm like leaves because you can also you can like find a bunch of evidence across the ship that Norm is actually a robot and at some point yeah. he'll like explode his skin off and reveal that he's a robot and he'll want to leave and he'll go down to the beach and you can tell him to leave and he'll go back to the city. I don't think you can. I never found it. I never found his hot dog. So I didn't really do his sub. Yeah. That's the thing is I can never find the battery for it's like that little broken machine inside of the one of the stores that gives you the hot dogs, but I couldn't find the battery for it or whatever. So yeah, I found everything else. (laughs) 
but yeah, Norm goes psycho and he's like starts going till death do us part, till death do us part, and he's like chasing her down the hallway and he kills her. Weird. And it's hilarious. Um, but after you get to the end, you can't like you can go back through the garage that you initially went through, but it tells you that you'll be going into hostile territory again because you gave control back over to Kane, so I just left. Yeah, same. That's the same thing if you gave control to Sydney. Okay. Um Let's see. I mean, it's a dollar DLC. I didn't think it was that bad. It was pretty fun. I like the the layout of it. I like that it was a little weird suburb built on top of this aircraft carrier. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the environment's super cool. Uh, I really like the set piece in the theater. It's different than anything else in the game, like just having to kill these waves of robots while she sets stuff up. Um, and then yeah, you you if you go back to the theater and you watch movies with your buddy Proto, which Proto is actually one of the robots, like the enemy robots, but he's broken free because they're basically a hive mind. They're like the yeah. gap from Mass Effect, uh, but he's broken free of it and you can like recharge his battery and he's a nice robot, which is just a character from Mass Effect 2, right? Like get, there's a get that is friendly. Yes. Like it's literally just that archetype. Legion. I believe um, his name. Oh yeah, yeah Legion. Uh, but yeah, he just says a bunch of like dumb lines that you would say on like a Play, watching movies with your friends. Let's say I have a couple written down here. He says, like, did you just see a boom mic? The camera angles, the dialogue, the music. This director must be a genius. And then at the end of all, he's like, I love movie nights. And then gives you some dumb crap that I never use. <laughs> it was a it was a funny scene, but like a lot of things in this game, they're either like, they're like funny or interesting, but they don't give you good rewards. Well, that's yeah, that's one thing I think about this DLC is it seemed more comedic in the way it was scripted than the rest of the game. Like it was taking light of everything else. And it was just like a nice little distraction. And then it's like, I think or Harold, I think he's the one that calls you after you're done. He's like, don't forget to do this. Make sure you get back and continue looking for the spark. (laughs) It's like, Oh yeah. Don't forget about us. He's like, I won't remind you again. Yeah, I think at some point, like, Kane is even, like, you 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 should leave. Like, if you had gone back now, you could save everybody. But right, yeah, because he's he can see what your fears are. So he's, like, he's yeah. basically telling you to go and save them and leave the fucking ship. But, yeah. Yeah. And then one other thing, fuck all the enemies on the ship that have, like, rocket launchers. That shit's practically... Oh, the, no, the cannons? Yeah. Those guys, yeah, those guys suck. They They're hit right. you no matter what. Like, it's really hard to dodge those, but, yeah. Yeah, you, do, you don't even get a cannon, I don't think, a cannon launcher. Do you think the DLC your... was worth it? Oh, it's five bucks. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, even when it's not on sale, it was $10. I mean, it's still cheaper than most DLC. Yeah, I think I bought it for 10 which, I mean, I was fine with it. It's like a couple hours, a couple of boss fights. The game boss fight really is incredibly interesting. I wish it was maybe a little more challenging, but. Yeah, it's fun fighting in a big pool against a giant robot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, off to the Cathedral of the Spark, right? That's what the fucking place is called. This place was fucking confusing. At first, yeah. Because there's a lot of up, down, up, down, up, down. But basically, what I like, though, is when you enter it, you get to that one, um, the first med bay, and there's the two guys down by the discharge slot to drain. And they're like, man, this is really stupid. We should have, like, death lasers or something. Instead of just, uh, if it's that important, why is it just the two of us sitting here, like, guarding this, like, Somebody's totally going to kill us. And then you just jump down and kill them and drain it. <laughs> it's like, ah, ha, ha, you were right, you idiots. But yeah, that's essentially the entire piece for this part is the drainage system. And then just disabling those um, matriarch Celeste like viewing 
tables, which you can do earlier before you get to the place too. Like even in um, when you're getting close to the seaside court, there's a there's groups of the sparks watching these little matriarch Celeste like viewing things, and you can shut them off, and then they kind of just disperse. So they're not all together when you try and fight them. Um, yeah, it's basically just drain this, go down, drain this, go down, go back up, go around, drain this, go down, shortcuts back to the top. Uh, there's a few audio logs of like Eli when he's like a kid, which I thought was really weird that they threw those in for random reasons. Even in the city, I think there's a couple where he's like, oh, what's this? And he like leads some girl back with him when he's a kid. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, there's a audio log of what is it? He's it's Celeste and him. So him and his mother, basically Eli and his mother talking about how they're not like the animals and they're going to rise above it with the power of the spark. And Eli like scream something about the spark will strike and the world will change. And it's just weird. Um, you can watch like a procession of like the guards dragging Eli's body across that bridge. And they're like chanting some weird satanic thing. Yeah. I don't know what the hell's happening, but it's very strange. Uh, you get another, this is where we we're talking about earlier. You can find another audio log of Celeste being told that Eli died and she wants his body prepared, even though her men warn her that he's every time they bring him back, he's becoming more and more erratic and they don't advise it. And this is where you can see uh, Johnny's head in the tube and you can drain it and he just starts screaming. And then it's like, little johnny offline and he just fucking dies or was hilarious just, that. Very fantastic. I thought that was fantastic so, too there's like one room in here it's like a locker room i think it's all the way up at the top and there's the quiz man what's that did you get the quiz man oh yeah yeah, i did that yeah and that that gives you a spear that you could have gotten from fighting brother something the guy that you meet immediately outside the prison True. If you fight him. oh that explains why he did not give me a reward it's like, I got all the questions. Uh, yeah, I already had that. And I already got all the questions right. And it's like, all right, here's your reward. And then it didn't give me anything. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just your second opportunity to get Truman's spear, which is decent. But I had the spear from the DLC. The last boss gives you a spear that's like ridiculously good that I was still using. Yeah. So. I, I used it for a while, but then I ended up switching to that giant engine or whatever the hell that thing was. Yeah, called. I ended up switching to using a lot of like dual handed stuff at this point, which was it's a lot of fun. That's usually my like normal play style. So. I stuck with the spear for a long time, but I went back to what I was most comfortable with. These gunners that shoot the electricity aren't bad unless you try, except when you get close and you do the one attack and they like stun you and you're kind of like just electrocuted and you can oh, kind yeah. of just like baby walk a little bit, but you can't do any actions. Didn't really care for that. It reminded me of Monster Hunter. <laughs> I'm staring and I can't hate. move. I hate Monster Hunter. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. You're, you're saying you they, hate it and it reminds you of Monster Hunter. Did they rename it Bloodborne? Oh, no. Oh, Wait, what? No. <laughs> Chris, I think we need to go start our own podcast. Uh, <laughs> Bloodborne Appreciation Podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about Bloodborne. We're going to hear. Get Rob on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you follow it through, you know, just, just freaking up and down. Um, you find another audio log, log that Eli's here, the Harbingers again. And he's like, I'm going to gain control over life and death. I want Gutenberg's knowledge, and I'm going to go and get it. One way or another. Um, which is basically probably the last audio log that was left prior to him going to Gutenberg where you killed him the second time. Because I imagine this all happened prior because he's still not alive yet. 
But then you get to go down this uh, nice little elevator, this nice chain link elevator, and watch him being brought back to life by Celeste. And she gives him um, the spark. And then he's off to save the world because he's cool. And did anyone else think it's really weird when he's carrying that freaking spark around? Like just the animation, like he like puts it on his back. I don't know. Yep. Shouldn't he be yeah, like melting or something? Awkward. I don't know. You're weird. Um, Matriarch Celeste, not. I'm only mad at the fight because I literally like one hit away from breaking her second arm. And I'm sure that would have given me something. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah, you get the version two of her weapon and, and it's pretty good, but they give you very little room for uh, errors on that fight to get the version two. Because even after I broke both of her arms, I think I was two hits away from killing her. So there's yeah. like and I had on the uh, uh, the implant that makes all of your damage hit the wet, the piece of armor you're aiming at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Redu- yeah. So they, they don't give you a lot of room for error. On, hmm. on that fight for the V2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's the only part that made me... Really the fight was so easy. Crazy. Yeah, she was easy. That's the only thing that made me mad about the fight was that like, fucking was like a hair away from breaking her other arm. But Yeah, I died once against the second phase, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah, first phase is simple. Like, yeah, first phase is so easy. Tries. It's like a regular enemy. It's easier than a lot of the regular enemies you've been fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So after you kill her... It's basically time to chase down Eli back to uh, CIT, right? Yeah, uh, I did not expect this to wrap back around to under CIT. Yeah. I was surprised. It was pretty cool. Real quick, though, uh, I wanted to ask, did anybody, any of you guys take, there's a quest you can take, but I didn't take it until after I did the cathedral. In uh, Cloud 9, there's a guy named Iron Mouse. He calls himself Iron Mouse. And you can take a quest from him that's like adventure with him in the cathedral spark. I don't know what that's all yeah. about. Did you do that? Uh, yeah, I did. So you, uh, so he's like a comic. He's an actor for a comic book for called Iron Mouse. Uh, you can invite him to come along. Okay, I didn't know that much. Um, and it's a video game that Athena is playing, and mm-hmm. in the comic book shop, it's got a big thing of him. Too. Yeah, uh, you can bring him along as like an aide. You don't actually like you don't fight with him, but you see him in the background take out a couple enemies. Uh, you have to let him fight once and then stop him from fighting again. Because if you kick him out the first time you meet him inside the, the castle spark or the cathedral cathedral of spark, uh, you don't complete the side quest. If you send him out a second time, he'll die. But if you send him out once and then you see him again and you're like, oh, dude, you look hurt. He's like, you're right. I'll get to the comic book store. Meet me there after. <laughs> it's not like it is in the movies. <laughs> Uh, and you can get a, his full armor set, which is huh. black and has like a mouse head and a gold M on it. Cool. I don't remember so like, what the this was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, after Cathedral Spark, you're chasing Eli down, who's going back to CIT. Uh, when you get there, I like the. I was hoping that you get to fly out on that giant aircraft, like the one that's got the med bay in it that plays the music. Which I'm pretty sure you get achievement for that. And there's like the one random herald that is also guy from, that jumps up um, the first game. That music yeah. is playing in every single med bay in the first game. Yeah, yeah. But this is in this one. This is the only one that is playing it, and you can turn it on and off. Correct. Um, I actually loaded here a couple times and just got all the armor pieces from this guy that falls yeah, down. Yeah, like armor or whatever. That's something like that. I didn't use it anyway, but I got it all just because it was there. 
Uh, you f go up only to see that Gutenberg is now dead with a giant spear protruding from his body. Yeah. And then four heralds attack you. All right. Fight Delver again, but it's the easiest version of Delver. In the same spot where you fought the doggy Delver, you fight the standing one. Yep. And yeah, well, you got the four heralds here. Then you get the echo of Eli talking to Gutenberg. And they're a little argument. And then he just fucking rage kills him, stabs him. And you go up to the brain tube and you get the nanite absorption hit ability so you can break those stupid walls. I did not go around and break all those walls for where I wanted to go. I said, fuck it, and just kept playing. Yeah, not everywhere for sure. I definitely yeah. didn't do that. Um, mm -mm. Mm -mm. Then you get the spider. <laughs> you got the spider herald boss fight in the place where you fought Eli. Yep. Yeah, which was such a lame boss fight because it's literally just that spider thing that you've fought a billion times. He doesn't really yeah, do it. A little bigger time. and the weapon is garbage. That's yep. his tail. Or at least that's the piece I broke off was the tail. And the weapon is garbage. I didn't use it. I'm like, screw that. That is such a forgettable boss fight. I entirely forgot about it until you just yeah. brought it up. <laughs> well, you, you realize, like, you can realize the entire time you keep going in and out of CIT, there's that fucking spider there with the glowing thing. You're like, I'm going to end up fighting this eventually. I know it because it's right. just the yeah. way it's placed. And then you well, do the I remember this because, like, when I was fighting, I was like, "This doesn't make any sense. Why did Harold get corrupted, and now I'm fighting this thing?" <laughs> Eli, Eli was hacking him. Yeah, he was hacked by Eli. Yeah. yeah, but it didn't make sense how he went from that form to the other form. Yeah, because he's just an AI. Yeah, he right. says in an earlier thing, he's like a cloud-based yeah. AI, so he just didn't have everywhere. Yeah, stupid, stupid. Plus, <laughs> you fight that enemy like a Tyler did. You fight didn't that. You say you like the upfront enemy. <laughs> upfront story <laughs> shit <laughs> I, I want to pay attention to it well <laughs> oh, and so as you leave uh, you can hear Athena talking to you uh, beckoning you to meet her at the wall she says it must come down uh, so you can act this is when you can actually give the repeller to Warren where I went to the police station and went back to Warren and you can't give it to him. Like you literally just keep talking to him because you have to wait till he's down by the train. Right. Weird. Um, and yeah, so you, he'll, if you did everything, he'd be like, Oh, cool. And then he gives you his weapon, which is super strong and has cool rainbow trails. Yeah. And he gives you an implant that slows enemy movement. Um, it's a, it's like an injectable, just like the health. So you just switch to it and use it. It's pretty handy. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, you still get version one of his weapon if you didn't do everything, but it's really funny because you like I haven't done anything for this guy other than give him that evidence, and I'm like, what about my reward? And he just like runs down all the shit you didn't do for him. He's like, yeah, well, you didn't yeah. fucking help me with this. You didn't fucking help me with this. You didn't fucking help me with this. I did it all by myself. Here's my weapon. Here's the crappy <laughs> version. Yeah, you may need it. So you, yeah. I wonder what happens if you tell him that you want to go and he has to stay. Because I assume uh, we all told him to leave. Yeah, I yeah. looked it up. It it does it gives you credits. It, it reloads you though, so it doesn't it doesn't fuck you out of getting to play the end of the game. It, oh, like, you okay. Credits into the game, but Warren will just be gone still, even though you didn't send him on the train. Interesting. Yeah, so if you crazy. wanted that to be your canon ending, you could. But <laughs> if you did yeah. not want to fight the last two bosses, I guess I mean, neither of them are that bad though. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, what you got Goddess Helena coming up here. Yep. Um, which is just a beefier version of the robots you were fighting before yeah, that Chris yeah, just, just ran away from. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these bosses are disappointing because they're either repeats of bosses that you've already done or they're just normal enemies with slight variations. Well, mm-hmm. she has different, yeah, she's got different moves. But I mean, she was, just, it's still like the first time you walk past it, it's literally one of those statues like in Gideon's Rock. Because yeah. I remember walking past it the first time and thinking it was going to break open and it doesn't. Because that's yep. when you're going to Ezra, I think you pass that. Um, so when you get here, then you get to ride that giant elevator after you kill Goddess Elena. And then it's you know big old dragon ball fight of blasting lasers up at the top yeah this whole area is really cool looking i like the beam from eli and yeah and um athena's telling you to hurry up because she's the last obstacle standing in eli's way Mm -hmm. uh i really like how as you're going up aid is fighting the spark um like kind of as you make your way up, but they still both fucking hate you, so they'll kill you anyway. <laughs> a really weird thing happened, like up close towards the top, where AID was fighting like a a bunch of nanite robots, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looked like they kicked the shit out of them, and they were all alive. And then I went down because there was like a a force hook thing that went down to open up a shortcut to the med bay down below. And then I came back up; all the fucking AID guys were gone, and they were like dead and there was like one guy like sitting up against a wall by himself I was like what the fuck is okay so yeah when you talk to that guy he tells you how eli showed up and basically with the swing of one hand killed everybody and then athena showed up as the giant serpent lady and ended up hitting him and his team somehow and so he's like he says the pain is excruciating and this is the guy that you can mercy kill Mm -hmm. um so it's just assuming that that's what happens. Like when you went back down, that's what happened. Is but Eli's I mean, already at the top of the tower at this point. Hey man, so. I don't know. This is just what he says. I know it doesn't make sense. He could already been in the corner before the this. Story of this the story of this game is bad. Isn't. It's worse than Bloodborne. That's what I'm saying. No, this alien blood babies is not better than oh, this. this is <laughs> umbilical cords and shit. <laughs> Am I right? Am I on the right track? <laughs> You're using hey, the I right like words. I like them both. <laughs> I just like the Surge universe better. You're more into the neo-futurism stuff, though, Tom. Yes. Yeah, I like the very... Exactly. I like the Judge Dredd um, apocalyptic like yeah. cityscape of this. I, yeah. I enjoy that stuff. So, Yeah. I really like that gothic but, setting of Bloodborne. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure, the very first time you step out into the city here, like I was really impressed, especially having played a little bit of the Surge one, which is super generic sci-fi. This is definitely much more interesting than that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, back to the game. Uh, we get an audio log from Eli saying that he bec- must become more human and machine to make a difference in this world and leave his mark because he's, I don't know, he's crazy. He's just super crazy. Um, this is where you get your fucking nanite assholes that split into two after a couple hits, which mm-hmm. in New Game Plus, you have to go for the non armored body part or you will. Just the one guy will put you in the cage and the other one will just fuck you. It's awful and you die. And then you start over. Like 15 minutes to get all my Mark 10 armor. For what? Super easy. Grinding those guys? Yeah. Because like there's at the very top, there's that med bay and there's like one guy. He splits into two. Yeah. I just kept right at the end of it. Yeah. I would just go and attack him and kill him in the duplicate that he made, then go back to the med bay, attack him in the duplicate, go back to the med bay. Just like I did that for like 15, 20 minutes. 
and got all my shit up to Mark 10 and like oh, so that's why this guy beat the boss in one go the final God, boss yeah, for sure I, I killed this guy ran past him and went to the boss fight yeah 90% of this area was me just running past shit and I would die a couple times but I would learn the route and then just keep running past shit there was too much shit for me to want to deal with here I was like I want to finish this game right now and I don't want to fight a million of these dumb spider things a super yeah. weird ass shortcut like if you go and like drop down and there's like a lift that goes down it takes you to like the underground or some shit it was weird it made no sense did not understand that at all so like i went through and i like immediately like went right back up i was like i don't know why this is even maybe there was an achievement for unlocking all shortcuts and then you missed it it was weird uh this is where you find the last audio log, which Eli actually leaves for you on purpose. He calls you out, calls you a lapdog, recants all your previous encounters and says um, a little bit later, like you up to one more flight of stairs and it's the echo of him like fighting Athena. And he's like, your, your warrior is going to be the first one to die with my new power. I'm going to fucking slaughter him. Doesn't he and want he, you to join him? And like he does want like as you that's I think that happens in like the transfer. Uh, he wants you to join him and you can be fantastic lovers or space time oddities. I don't know what he's crazy. Then you fight him as an angel. Archangel. Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Clearly makes sense. Uh, the only thing I don't like about him is his flying attack that has the weird faint timing on it. That's the only thing mm, I didn't like. Yeah. Otherwise, it wasn't too bad. Um, this is the fight, though, Chris, that I meant like uh, the setting feels very Sekiro last boss fight as well. The flowing fields in the fog. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, just Sekiro's looks better, so... I mean, yeah. Just... <laughs> you finished Sekiro? I was under the impression that you... No, I haven't finished did. Sekiro, but I have seen Jay beat the final boss with zero upgrades. That's crazy. He's a madman. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the Sekiro boss that you guys are talking about is probably better than this, because this boss fight sucked. You just hit all his body parts. <laughs> this was fine. That's pretty lame. Like, honestly, I put on, uh, like, a dual weapon that attacks really fast, and I put on some stuff, like some implants that make batteries build up fast, and I just fucking whacked them and kept building up enough battery to constantly heal. That's it's exactly like, just made it a joke. In... Yeah, I just had Warren's weapon, which being able to hurt him plenty. Being able to kill him in one shot honestly made it, uh, like, diminish the value of the game for me. It was like I was hoping for like a challenge at the end, and I felt like the last boss was probably the easiest boss in the game. It was just nah, Cervantes was the easiest boss in the game. <laughs> I don't think. So. <laughs> I don't think the last. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would. I think uh, final Eli is like easiest three. Yeah, he definitely was not um, tough. And even watching the credits come, like it, it seemed like a lot of them were a lot harder than I guess I thought they. Like at the time, I thought they were hard, but seeing like how long I played them and how many times I die, I was really surprised. I'm like, well, it wasn't actually that bad. I think it's more just like all Souls like or from games. It's the travel back to the goddamn boss that sucks. Yeah. I wonder if that's why no from software game has ever like given you those stats because they want you to remember it as being this really hard thing and they don't mm. want you to see oh I only died to that guy three times. Well, I enjoyed seeing what my stats were. I thought yeah, it was I liked pretty it cool. For sure. I'm <laughs> much better about myself afterwards. It's like oh I really didn't suck as much dick at this game as I thought I. Ezra's <laughs> name pops up thirty one deaths. And you yeah. Just ah, fucker. <laughs> oh, that makes All sense. right. That sounds so. Right. Here we go. End.
did you kill Eli or did you forgive him? I forgave him and I got white archangel armor. Oh, I killed the fuck out of him. Yeah, I also I forgave. Like I, I, I killed him. It, it's like the the other the second option says something like everyone deserves a second chance. This guy's yep. already on his third life and you just killed him yeah. on his third life. Fuck this guy. Yeah. He doesn't get any He's going to come back again. Fuck it. Uh, why am I going to waste the swing? <laughs> so I think the only difference is the first line Athena says in that I think if you, when you kill him, she says, I know what you wanted all along. All, what you wanted is power. So now you are going to be the defender of the city. And then you I get think, dark armor. Yeah. Yeah. So on the other side, I think she calls you a protector. And then you get the white armor and the sword. Yeah, I don't know. That's such a silly choice to base the like light and dark ending off of. Because Eli's clearly a fucking yeah, piece a of shit. He's a monster. But you gotta, you gotta prove that you're, you know, humanity can forgive and move on. Three chances. Nah, man. Eat the rich. Maybe you're tired of killing him. <laughs> like, dude, I don't care anymore. Fuck you. you just go oh, off and call the game. Just kill him one more time. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's the end of the game. So, are is Ryan? Are you and I the only ones that did the new game plus? Or Chris, did you do it I too did it. to watch the intro? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you do, we do the intro. You're actually on the plane, um, mm-hmm. and you can walk around. And Athena's trying to get out to get her toy, and you grab her toy for her, and she's playing like a video game and just a. Li- it's not like a big thing, but it's like a little more context onto what happened. And then you have to pick her up, like after the explosion, and carry her to the back of the plane. Uh, to get her off, and then you end up falling, and then the dude explodes, like how you normally see it. Yeah, there's a guy on the plane that like is begging for your help that you can help. Is he a guy in the main and like in the campaign? I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. so I didn't play all the way back to meet him again, but if you do save him, you can meet him later. And he's like, "Oh, thanks so much. I th- yeah. I didn't think anyone else made it out of the flight. Is the little girl okay?" Um, yeah. I'm not up to him yet, but I did save him and yeah. kick the door down so he could get out. I read I read what happened with him. <laughs> I was curious, but I'm, I'm not playing half this way, half the way through the game. Again. Uh, wanna, I'm like, I want to try out this fucking sword. So I started playing again, uh, but you can't you can use the sword right away, but you can't use the archangel armor. Or the until you get enough parts to actually create it, because you only have the blueprints for it. Right. Um, yeah, I like that Athena was playing like a Flappy Bird clone. But it was the that the whatever that Iron mouse one. Mouse but he's like sideways, like flying up and down. Yeah, it was very clearly <laughs> supposed to be black. Funny. But yeah. Um, did you guys look at your overall death numbers? Did you write that down? I didn't write it I down unless it shows it at the beginning. In which case, I did take a picture, um, a screenshot initially. Um, yeah, when I thought it was just going to be the basic stats, I took a picture and then I realized it was going to run through all the bosses. And I was like, I'm not going to remember this stuff, which I do wish they let you access that more easily. If you choose cr- to watch the credits, it's like it doesn't take you through those. Yeah, <clears> so you could skip. Yeah, you could skip the main credits and it'll go right back yeah. to the um, the stats ones. But how, how about more games just give you a stats page? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am curious what you guys is. Um final core power rank was when you i don't remember oh god when Uh, you watch this back on youtube and you're watching my gameplay (laughs) just make sure chris puts in like (laughs) the last time i look at my (laughs) think like i don't know know where i'm at now i think but i've already gone up like four i don't know maybe eight levels on new game plus i was 78 i believe at the end i would say 80 something 82 87 I'm sure I was lower because I was I was only like 42 when I beat the first area and you guys were like 50 something. 
Well, that's where I was. I was at like 46. At the yeah, I was 42. <laughs> I think you were 46, and Chris and, and I were like 52 or something. Oh, if you hold on to your tech scrap, it'll multiply. I was like, oh, well, I've been playing this game all <laughs> Did that work out better for you? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like I had 144 deaths. The average is 146. I played for 24 hours and 30 minutes. The average playtime is 37. Wow. I played for 32 hours, but I only had 99 deaths. I think it's weird that you died so little against bosses, but you had overall more deaths than. Yeah, I made a lot of dumb mistakes. I'd be trying to like new. I'd be trying to like new shit and fucking fuck it up. I also had the freaking negative one thousand armor for the first two hours of the second half playthrough. I think I beat it in twenty nine hours. When was like twenty seven? That sounds about right. Damn, Tom was the fastest, and he's the only other one that did the DLC. Um, the games I took. 296,000 damage when the average is 480,000. I cut 671 limbs off. Average is 717. Shots fired, I only fired 400 and the average is like 1,200. I barely used my drone. Did you guys use the missile? I did. That thing's fantastic. I actually killed... um, I don't remember. There was a group of guys that I launched it at and just fucking annihilated them all. I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like I didn't... Sorry, go ahead. I feel like I didn't use that shit nearly <laughs> enough because it's like it's like every freaking game I ever play. It's like that's a consumable as limited uses. I'm just not going to use it unless I really need it. And you never really need it. It's like a horde like a game. dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's why I still use the starfish. Like, because yeah. that is not. Oh, I killed a guy with a headshot just because there was an achievement yeah, for it. Automatically yeah. get, like stuns them. But, like if it doesn't stun them on the first try, it'll get them on the second try. So I just use that all the time. I mm-hmm. know what gets them on the first try? A big smash in the noggin with a giant fucking engine. <laughs> um, no, I used I used the drone quite a bit. I made some fights very very easy, and it, it just being I mean, able once to like, I realized it, like, pick I one enemy at a time towards me, no matter what, like being able to avoid group fights at any time. Machine gun attachment that was like a rail. Gun. Yeah, the rotary gun that you get from Ezra. That one was nice. I yeah, like that. That I I think there was a flamethrower attachment. Flamethrower attachment. Yeah. The do the missile attachment though. I was able to build that up. It was doing like twenty five hundred damage per missile in a big. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even upgrade <laughs> it, and then like you could kill guys with it. Oh man, it fucks people up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't use like I didn't upgrade. I barely upgraded any implants. I barely used the drone. Uh, I pretty much used everything on just armor and weapons. Yeah, the only implants you can upgrade are injectables, and I I had I only had the two injectables, the same ones that I had last time throughout the whole game, and eventually I just took the second one off because I so rarely use it. Really, all oh. you need is the basic heal injectable. I, I added a third, so I was using the heal, the defense up, and the super oxygenating injector. I think it's a stamina booster one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only one yeah. I used aside from the base healer was when you get Warren's uh, enemy slow time slow one. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only used the one that like used a battery charge, and that was it. To heal, even with the Warren one, I think I only used that like twice. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I probably would have used them more if they started you with full injectables when you come from a med bay. It's just annoying that you have to like recharge them every time well, if you're going to a boss run. Or I like I built up all my implants around battery charge and shit like that, and like not decaying. Oh man, yeah, three quarters through the game, I finally realized that I could upgrade it so I could charge more heals and then i find, like yeah. otherwise i was going through the entire game with two heals yes yeah, so <laughs> I, I was i had like four and then like i'd bank a battery charge every time and then my a battery charge would like basically fill up a battery slot with like in two or three hits and it would not decay for like ever 
Oh. Yeah. Well, having that DLC armor, just getting healed every time you kill somebody. I never really died going through the end, except for Ezra, because of that. Like, because I would always be able to get my health back. It was mm. great. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the, I had the DLC armor, so that every time I killed somebody, I got life back. I mean, it wasn't a lot of life, but it was enough to keep going and not have to use my charged up heals. Yeah. Um, a quick follow-up from last time. I asked you guys if any of you had gotten a fourth battery slot yet, and you had, Tyler, you get that when you hit battery level 25, which I did end up hitting. And then I hit battery level 50, and that makes it where your first your first battery never decays until you use it. Yeah. Even without, like, a, the... An implant. Implant, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what level you have to get it to to get a, the fifth slot. I, probably 75. Just crazy. It's too high. Unless you're playing New Game Plus. Ah. I, you know, I'm on the fence. I might play through the whole thing on New Game Plus. I don't know. I was having fun. I like the combat. I like running around, knocking people oh, yeah. around. And... I think the first one... Um, I've is... beaten the first one. You have? I thought I, you I played it when it came out. Oh, I thought you said you didn't make it through it. No, yeah, I beat it when it came out, but I don't remember anything about it other than Warren. And that first fucking tank fight I didn't care for immediately, but then I got used to him. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. No, I enjoy it. I hope they make another game. It doesn't necessarily have to be the Surge 2, but if they make another game like this with directional blocking and stuff, I'd be... Um, yeah, yeah I don't... take another stab at something like this. Yeah, I don't know specifically about directional blocking or anything, obviously, but they have said that they're working on another Souls-like still deck 13 which is the same studio that made lords of dark lords of darkness fallen. lords of the, lords of the fallen lords of the fallen yeah um and they are not making the second one somebody else is working on that but all right so are you mad that it didn't turn out like resident evil like you thought she was going to what what do you mean what did i say well, I don't know if it was you, somebody, I think, or maybe it was Ryan. I think I brought up the Resident Evil <laughs> connection. I wasn't mad. I, yeah. I thought that that might be like a loose, uh, like metaphorical sense, kind of. And I, I, I was kind of right. Like the way yeah, uh, it, it definitely seemed like she wanted to fuck up the entire world. Mm. Well, right. I just meant more in the way that like a large company manipulated a child into controlling something far beyond their ability to understand. Mm. I thought you meant she was crawling and controlling everybody and they were fucking just killing each other. This well, is a fun game. Controlling you, kind of, right? A little bit. I was yeah. controlling me, Tyler. Well, the uh, nanites were keeping you alive and, like, driving you towards... Yeah, towards freeing her. Well, she says that at the end. She's like, when you started, you were basically just a shell and now you've come into your own. And that's why she lets you live at the end or continue on. Is because you've become mm -hmm. something. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. Life. Oh, and that's that's the surge too. Yeah, good job, everybody. We did it. Are we gonna Another game. Yeah. yeah. Seven seven five is my score. Same. Seven seven five. Um, going for a nine. This is like eight eight point five. I enjoyed it. I play another one. I like the setting. I hope they expand more. Even if it's not the Surge, I hope they grow from it. I mean, they definitely grew from Surge to Surge 2. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see more from Deck 13. Sorry, yeah. No, I think they already grew from uh, the game that I still can't remember the name of, even though we just said it. <laughs> Lords, Lords of the Fallen. And that's a decent game, too. Like, that yeah. was an enjoyable yeah, game. I remember the final boss being awful. I don't think I finished it because the final boss sucked. I didn't, I, I I didn't remember it either. Sorry, go ahead. Hmm. 
No, I was just saying I didn't finish Lords of the Fallen either. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, they'll probably come out with a game that we can play. Unless they put it like Xbox Series X exclusive, and then they can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Currently. Uh, but yeah. So that's it. That's the end of the Surge 2, and we are excited. Because our next game will be Transistor. Woo! And we will be playing that starting now until February 11th. And we have a special guest for this as well that you may recognize from our goatee list. Um, a live skeleton, right? A real live skeleton. Real live skeleton. A real Twitch. live skeleton mm-hmm. is going to be yeah. playing and right. guesting let with me, us. Let me, let me go get him. Hold on. Wait, what's happening? I don't know. We didn't rehearse this. This isn't planned, ladies and gentlemen. We're doing it live. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real, well, that one's not alive. That one definitely is not moving, but it's a skeleton. All right. Yeah, the special guest. <laughs> all right. So we all have to get like um, the Spinal Tap shirts. That's just like the skeleton <laughs> rib cage. But don't tell Skelly. For them. Don't I tell Skelly. Uh, Skelly, don't listen to this part. Rick and Morty. <laughs> It's like Anatomy Park, if you've seen that episode. Yeah. It just has a ribcage with a name. Um, but yeah, after Transistor, then we will be playing East 9. Monstrum, Monstrum Nox. Nox. And that will be from fe- February 12th all the way to March 25th. That's going to be a three-parter because that's a long one. It's a long um, Big JRPG. And, huge. Uh, and we have a different host for that one, right? Yeah, I'll be hosting that. So <laughs> you have to listen to things about Bloodborne. Probably no, no yeah. I don't think there'll be any Bloodborne comparisons. I don't to know. It's got vampire shit going on there. <laughs> we'll find a way. <laughs> and then after that, starting on April first, we will be doing Outriders, and that will also be a three part, and that will be going all the way till May seventh. So if you would like to do any of those games, we are going to be setting out calendars now, hopefully, so that we are always three games ahead. So by the time we finish Transistor, hopefully we'll have the game after Outriders and so on. Hopefully. I'm not promising anything. because. Yep, and if you want to be a guest weird. on any on any of the games that we mention, uh, we're always looking for guests. We don't have a guest yet for East. We are probably still looking for a guest for Outriders. It's up in the air a little bit. We need one more. Two. We're, we're trying to have uh, two three-party systems going. And uh, we have five people right now and maybe a sixth. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also... You should join our Discord, which is linked below, whether you're listening to the audio or video version of this. And um, we have a channel in there where you can suggest games for us to do. We already mm-hmm. have at least one. Yeah, which Dizzy has said Grandia series, which I'm not opposed to. Oh, Grandia is fun yeah. as fuck, dude. I have both of those on Switch. Hey, you can buy the HD collection for $35, $35 right now on Switch, I think. I originally bought it for $40, so... Maybe it's $40. I don't know. Yeah, but it, um, definitely pop in there and throw out your suggestions. No promises will do it, but what can it hurt? Yeah, so say if there's something coming out later this year that you want to see, like suggest it now. Do it. Because do we're it. locking, as you can see, we're already locked in through May, so we lock them in pretty pretty early. So now we are. So well, this is our new plan. Two big three parties. locked in very early. We <laughs> knew last summer when we started Ghost of Tsushima that we were going to be. 
<laughs> we already knew what Outriders was and things were happening. No. Just think we're almost planned out all the way to our first anniversary. Oh, my crazy? God. Is that crazy? It's, we got to have a one-year party. Holy shit. Cake crying, or something. Guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> we should do something. We should do something akin to Ghost of Tsushima for the one year. It just makes you realize that time is a fucking illusion. It, time is a flat circle, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and make sure you listen to the end, past the credits, so you can hear Tyler's joke. Please <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, we're doing it. Do it's it. happening. <laughs> it's a fantastic joke. Yeah, it'll be after after the end credit song here but thanks everybody for listening watching uh participating if you did participate um we hope to have much more participation now with our new calendar system so people can plan out rather than just us jamming in your face the day we start the new game um but thank you everybody and we will see you next time which will be on february 11th well depending on when you watch or listen but bye, everybody. Bye. bye. Tell you this hilarious ass joke. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> a joke. I was writing in my notes and I was like talking about the AID center and I actually wrote AIDS center or AIDS facility. I was like, oh, going to the AIDS facility was super fun. <laughs> uh, <geez. laughs>